0: See, God never claims that his plans or purposes should make sense to you. Wow! We are here. Jesus was here. Not around here, but here. Earlier this year, I got to explore Israel. I'm sitting, literally, in the place where Jesus' feet touched. I saw some amazing places. The old city of Jerusalem. The Garden of Gethsemane. Beautiful Nazareth. And the Mount of Beatitudes. Capernaum on the shores of the Sea of Galilee. And I can't wait to share these video devotions with you. Ah, I'm standing here (laughs) in a gorgeous place. I'm about 1% of the way up to the top of Mount Arbel, which is just a mile or so from the Sea of Galilee. Uh, It's a beautiful day in northern Israel. Uh, Maybe you can hear the wind a little bit in my microphone because as I get higher and higher, the more things I can see and the more beautiful the picture gets. You know, just coming a a couple of feet up this mountain, I'm starting to see all the way down the trail to my left. I can see the traffic blocks up the road. Uh, I can see kids on the other side of this valley walking with their father The things that I I couldn't see just a few feet below, I I can start to see like I never have before. And I can only imagine what I could see if I was at the top of that mountain. I could see so much in every direction. And that simple fact of elevation reminds me of the power of God's word. See, God says that when he thinks about your life, your future, the plans he has for you, he doesn't see things from the level that you see them. He is so far exalted That he sees things you couldn't possibly see from your perspective. I love how the prophet Isaiah said it in Isaiah 55. God said, As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. See, God never claims that his plans or purposes should make sense to you. He simply says, I'm God. (laughs) The way I do things is not the way you do things. The way I think about life or death or suffering or pain or whatever, you you couldn't possibly fathom it. And that humbles us. And it asks us to believe that God's not just like us. He's so far exalted. He's so far above us. Higher than Mount Arbel is over the Sea of Galilee. And so we trust him. Some of you know a famous passage from the Proverbs that says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. I'm reminded of that today as I see things that I couldn't see before. And I can only imagine what God sees when he looks at you. Your life, your future. So don't doubt him. Don't question him. Don't be afraid. Instead, know that your God has got this. He sees this. He knows this. And he has amazing plans for that. Trust in him with all your heart. And you'll never have to be afraid. (laughs) That's another lesson we learned here in the beautiful hills of Galilee. I bet if I asked you, if you worry, the answer would be obvious. The better question would be, what are you worrying about today? Wow, we are here. Jesus was here, not around here, but here. Earlier this year, I got to explore Israel. I'm sitting, literally, in the place where Jesus' feet touched. I saw some amazing places. The old city of Jerusalem. The Garden of Gethsemane. Beautiful Nazareth. And the Mount of Beatitudes. Capernaum on the shores of the Sea of Galilee. And I can't wait to share these video devotions with you. Well, I'm sitting here on a gorgeous day on the Mount of Beatitudes. This is the place traditionally remembered by Christians where Jesus taught his most famous sermon, perhaps the most famous sermon of all time, the Sermon on the Mount. And it was right around this very place that Jesus said something that I'm sure you need to hear. Because everyone I've ever met needs to hear it. It's about worry. I bet if I asked you, if you worry, the answer would be obvious. The better question would be, what are you worrying about today? I mean, we worry about viruses and global pandemics. We worry about national elections. We worry about our health, our kids, our finances, our bosses, our jobs, our neighbors. Pretty much everything because it's all temporary. It can all go wrong. We worry. But right here in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus addressed that and he told us exactly what to do. Do you know what Jesus told you to do when you worry? This. Could you hear that? In the trees right here on this mountain, there are birds chirping. And they're preaching a sermon that is a thousand times better than mine. (laughs) Do you know why they're they're chirping? Because they're alive. (laughs) And do you know why they're alive? Because God gave them food. And here's what Jesus said. Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them, are you not much more valuable than they? (laughs) These birds are beautiful, but Jesus didn't die for birds. He wasn't raised from the grave for the forgiveness of birds. No, that's a gift that God gives to you. And so if God loves birds enough to feed them, to make them live, won't he take care of you? So, when you're worried, go outside, turn your ear to the sky, and listen to the birds. They're preaching a sermon that God wants you to hear. That our Father knows exactly what you need. He's perfectly capable of providing. And most importantly, he says you're valuable because you're connected to Jesus, his son. So, if you're worried, if you're anxious, if you're nervous, if you're afraid, take a deep breath. Stop talking. And just listen. Because God is telling you the most beautiful message of all. You're loved and you're his. That's the message we learn here at the Mount of Beatitudes. In a world where we worry, where we find it hard to sit still, where we panic about our medical results or our kids and their choices, about our president, our nation, a thousand different things, God says to us, hey, be still. Wow! We are here. Jesus was here. not around here but here. Earlier this year, I got to explore Israel. I'm sitting, literally, in the place where Jesus' feet touched. I saw some amazing places. The old city of Jerusalem. The Garden of Gethsemane. Beautiful Nazareth. And the Mount of Beatitudes. Capernaum on the shores of the Sea of Galilee. And I can't wait to share these video devotions with you. One of my favorite passages in the Bible comes from Psalm 46. And it's a powerful passage that connects to this beautiful place, the city of Jerusalem. Let me tell you the passage. Psalm 46, verse 10 says, Be still and know that I am God. In a world where we worry, where we find it hard to sit still, where we panic about our medical results or our kids and their choices, about our president, our nation, a thousand different things. God says to us, Hey, be still. Don't forget that I am God. And as I stand here in Jerusalem, I realize why he says that. Behind me, you see the massive city walls of the old city of Jerusalem. Walls that just tower above you. They almost seem impenetrable. And God describes himself like that, but actually even better, stronger, more reliable than that. That's why Psalm 46 starts this way. God is our refuge and strength. An ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at the break of day. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. He says, Be still. And know that I'm God. God is like a a city. A safe city. A beautiful city. A city even better than Jerusalem. And God says once you get inside that city and you remember that he's God, the rivers of his love and compassion flow right to you. You don't have to work for him, they're just his gift to you. Then you can be still. Because you know that God is with us. He will protect us. Our salvation is secure because of him. So, like many of the groups around me, the tourists playing guitars, singing songs, they celebrate because they're in this city. Imagine how we can celebrate as Christians that we get to live in the city of God. Let's celebrate his love today. That Jesus flung open the gates so that we can get in. And let's take a deep breath and let our fears go. Remember, be still. And know that he is God. That's another message we learn here in the glorious city of Jerusalem. I mean, why do relationships or marriages get tense or ugly or fall apart? Wow, we are here. Jesus was here, not around here, but here. Earlier this year, I got to explore Israel. I'm sitting, literally, in the place where Jesus' feet touched. I saw some amazing places. The old city of Jerusalem, the Garden of Gethsemane, beautiful Nazareth, and the Mount of Beatitudes, Capernaum, on the shores of the Sea of Galilee. And I can't wait to share these video devotions with you. I'm standing here today on a beautiful, busy day in Jerusalem. And today I'm in the Garden of Gethsemane. And this place reminds me how much better Jesus is than people. Do you know one of the worst problems with people? They don't want to submit to anyone. I mean, why do relationships or marriages get tense or ugly or fall apart? Because no one wants to submit. Everyone wants their way their timing, their schedule, their preferences. And when two people have that same attitude, things fall apart. Why do kids get in so many problems with their parents? Because no one wants to submit. Mom wants her way. Dad wants his way. The kids want their way. And when everyone wants their way, things blow up. Why do schools, sports teams, every, why is there so much tension and conflict? Because we all want something and if we don't get it, we get angry about it. And that's what makes Jesus so much different and so much better and so much more beautiful. Do you remember what he prayed here in the Garden of Gethsemane? Matthew chapter 26. It says, Going a little farther, Jesus fell with his face to the ground and he prayed, My Father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. Isn't that beautiful? Jesus and his heavenly Father had a perfect relationship because Jesus didn't insist on getting his way. He said, Your will be done. If there's a way not to drink the cup of your wrath, to go through hell on the cross, that's what I want. But it's not about what I want. It's about your will, Father. And because Jesus submitted to his Father in heaven, you and I have salvation despite all the conflict, struggles and pride of our past. Actually, at my church in Wisconsin, we try to remember this every single Sunday. We've hung a a giant wooden homemade cross in the entryway to the church. And as we leave, the cross says, it's etched across the top, submit to one another. We know that the best marriages, the best neighborhoods happen where people submit to each other and they say, you first. But when you walk into the church on the other side of the cross, it says what Jesus said here. Father, Your will be done. We walk in the church to worship a Savior who was so humble and he was so good, he was so holy, that he submitted everything to his Heavenly Father, no matter what it would cost him. That's why we worship him. That's why we pray to him. It's why we praise him. It's why we find salvation through him. So remember that Jesus submitted to his Father for you. And then submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. That's the encouraging news we learn here in the Garden of Gethsemane. And God might mess with your plans, too, for your family, your job, your health, your entire life. But he's made you a promise. Wow! We are here. Jesus was here. Not around here. But here. Earlier this year, I got to explore Israel. I'm sitting, literally, in the place where Jesus' feet touched. I saw some amazing places. The old city of Jerusalem. The Garden of Gethsemane. Beautiful Nazareth. And the Mount of Beatitudes. Capernaum on the shores of the Sea of Galilee. And I can't wait to share these video devotions with you. Does God ever mess with your plans? I'm here on the Mediterranean coast at the ancient city of Caesarea and I plan to have a peaceful day with no wind blowing directly into my microphone. <laughs> but, God sometimes messes with your plans. Uh, he did that to the apostle Paul, too. If you've ever read the book of Acts, you might know that Paul was preaching the good news of Jesus. And, and crazy things were happening. Churches were being started. The, the last people on earth you'd expect to believe in Jesus are believing. Paul goes back to Jerusalem to bring an offering to the poor, uh, suffering Christians there. And then what happened? Well, God messed with his plans. Paul was arrested for a crime that he didn't commit. And then he was dragged here simply to save his life, to Caesarea, where he sat not for a day or two or a week or two. Paul didn't sit here for a month or two. The Bible says that Paul sat here for more than a year or two. Just sitting in in the prime of his preaching ministry. Just sitting in a jail cell at Herod's ancient palace here at Caesarea. But when God messes with your plans, it's because He has better plans. <laughs> you might know that when Paul was arrested, he ended up sailing over the Mediterranean seas and he ended up in Rome. And while he was under arrest in Rome, he wrote some of the best things in the Bible. Now, let me give you just one proof. The book of Philippians was written during this time in Paul's life where Paul said this Rejoice in the Lord always. I'll say it again, rejoice. Do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Yep, so yeah, Paul's plans got messed with. But God had a greater plan. And God might mess with your plans, too, for your family, your job, your health, your entire life. But he's made you a promise. That because of Jesus, he has plans for you. Plans to give you hope and a future. So don't be afraid. Don't give up your joy. Don't be anxious, don't worry about anything. Instead, have that peace that goes beyond all understanding because you know that your Father in Heaven always has plans. And this place, Caesarea, it's the proof. We're so grateful that you listened to this podcast and we would love for more people to listen to it, too. So if you wouldn't mind rating and reviewing this podcast, you can help this message to reach more hearts more souls so that more people can be satisfied by the love of God. Thanks for your support and we'll talk to you soon.